What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support for this week's episode of Dad Hard with a Podcast comes from Manscaped. Join the 2 million men who trust Manscaped and get 20% off plus free shipping when you include the code DADHARD20 at Manscaped.com. Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Hey, you got him with this one, dog. It's so soulful. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot that the heat from the street almost melts your flip flops or burn through your new shoes and leave you. With holes in your socks Us city slickers, there was no water in spots So we'd head to the corner, Mr. Warner would knock Off the knob uh, Welcome, welcome, welcome All my do-datters, future fathers Potential parents and everyone else Tuning in This is Dad Hard With a podcast And as always, I am your host Mo Green And for the last time Ever I hope we are finally out of quarantine. Yes, New York City is fully back opened up. We don't have to wear masks in stores, to restaurants, outside, in gyms. I can start going to the gym again, and I have. uh, You know, it is fantastic. I love it. The only downfall was my favorite thing about quarantine, and that is that there are no longer to-go drinks from restaurants and bars. God, why couldn't they just keep that one around? You know, why'd that have to be a quarantine-only allowance? Us parents, we need those to-go drinks. You know what I mean? If our kid, if we're in a restaurant and our kid needs to throw a tantrum and we need to take them home and I'm not done with my margarita, I need to be able to put that margarita in a to-go cup and take it with me back to the house to numb my brain from the said tantrums. I'm just joking, but not really. Anyway, this is episode 73. If you missed it last week... We sat down with a couple of dads from South Africa trying to inspire other dads to get the hell out of their house, especially now that quarantine is over, and get outdoors with their kids. That is was a fantastic conversation. Mark and Rob were absolutely hilarious. They were funny, and they even dropped some dad hacks to maybe get yourself an extra couple of BJs by getting your kids outside. Uh, to find out the secret there, you're going to have to listen to the episode. Uh, this week's episode, uh, I'm just so happy that, that I had the guest that I have. Uh, it's one of my best friends for a long time, who is also inspired by his daughter, is also inspiring men, women, parents to get outside with their kids or at least get their kids outside and the importance of you know activity and sport and learning different types of sports uh, with his new training program for kids we'll get into that after the musical break but before that as always to connect on the fatherhood brotherhood shoot us an email at dadhardpod at gmail.com Follow us on Instagram at DadHardPod and check out the website WeDadHard.com where you can follow all 
of my fatherhood journey thus far, as well as that of 65 plus other dads and a couple of moms that have been on Dad Hard with a podcast. Um, this week, it's week 101. I can't even fucking believe it's over 100 weeks that I've been a father. Um, and the name of the game for this this past week and the last couple, to be 100% honest, is the conversion to one nap. And let me tell you, dads, parents, that is a scary conversion at the start. Because you don't know how your child is going to take to it, especially if they're a bad sleeper, right? If they're a bad napper, like making that one nap conversion is just like... It's it's crazy. Now, my daughter, fortunately, was never a bad sleeper. She's always been a good sleeper. Um, and and it's been relatively easy these last week, 10 days, week and a half. Uh, the first week was a freaking nightmare. Uh, but we'll get into that in a second. The actual logistics of the one nap conversion is what makes it really difficult for parents, right? Because... When you used to have the two naps, right, or the multiple naps, right, whether you went from, normally you go to 100 naps a day because they sleep all the time, and then you cut that down to three or four, and then three, two, and now one, right, when you still have the two naps, it was pretty easy to navigate your day, right? You knew that your child was probably going to wake up five, six, seven o'clock in the morning, right? Normally, hopefully between six and seven o'clock in the morning, which means they were going to be tired and ready to go back down to sleep somewhere between 8.30 and 9.30, right? So now, and they were probably going to sleep for an hour and a half, two hours, right? So now you have that nine, let's just call it nine to 11 period for you to just like relax and lounge, you know, uh, have your breakfast, your coffee, maybe watch some highlights from the game the night before, you know, get some stuff done around the house, plan what you're going to do the rest of the day. Then 11 o'clock, you're ready to go up, out, boom, right into, you know, your day. And then they wouldn't really need to go back down to sleep to three, Two thirty, three o'clock, right? So you have a good three, four hours there that you can like do stuff as a family, right? And I'm talking about on weekends because my daughter is on daycare. So, you know, that's mainly the area that I'm talking about now, right? Um, and then they wake up at five and, you know, they're going to eat dinner at 6.37 and then go back down to sleep. So, you know, you're not really doing anything. Then it's lounge family time, right? So you have that one big activity you did in the middle of the day, and then you had lounge family time at in, in the evening time. Going into one nap is a complete schedule fuck because now you have to put them down right smack in the middle of the freaking day on a weekend, right? Now, where you used to have like one major activity in the afternoon and then you know, home to home time, whatever, you know, now you have to do two, you have to do two separate activities, right? Because you're not staying at home with the kid, just watching TV or doing whatever, you know, unless it's a rainy day, you're not staying inside from, you know, two, three o'clock until the rest of time, basically, right? Because you're just going to be there until they go to sleep. Um, now you got to really plan and you also have to navigate harsh timelines, right? So morning activity, boom, from, you know, eight, nine o'clock until I went back at 11, then you're going to sleep, then you're waking up at two, three o'clock, then back, boom, now we're going to go do this activity, go to the zoo or go to the park or whatever it is. You know, you have to now plan these two different big activities to keep your child stimulated and it makes for a lot more hectic scheduling for, for, for the parents, right? The other thing that comes along with this first, this was just this one nap conversion is that it, it, it leads to a little bit more late afternoon, 
early evening crankiness. And that's because they're only sleeping now two hours in a day instead of three or four. You know, if they had two or two naps, they're sleeping an hour and a half, two hours each one, right? They're getting three, four hours of sleep. Now you're you're lucky if you're getting two and a half hours of sleep from a one nap, right? So that's going to lead to some inevitable late afternoon, evening crankiness, right? You're For us, we're picking her up from daycare. She's gonna, you know, we pick her up at 5.30 and she's already cranky. She's been up for probably three hours, right? She's a little bit hungry, but like not really wanting to eat dinner, right? So then that late afternoon crankiness leads into dinnertime tantrums. Those dinnertime tantrums then leads to her not eating, even though she's probably really hungry. Then the not eating either leads to just snacking, which, you know, is fine as long as they're getting nutritious. You're not just feeding them shit, right? But it leads to either snacking or just refusing to want to go down for bed. Right now they're in this crankiness mode where they just don't want to listen. They don't want to go to sleep. They're too overtired. And we all know the more overtired you get, even as adults, the less likely it is that you're going to easily go to sleep. Right. So that's a little hurdle that, that, that has been thrown into the mix as well with this one nap conversion. Um, however, however, parents, the positive outweighs all of that shit I just talked about because the positive is now they are sleeping in the morning until freaking eight o'clock. Like, you know, with those two naps, you're getting used to waking up anytime between five and seven, right? It's a crapshoot. Whatever it is, you're, you're five and seven. And now the first couple, the first week that we did this, it was five, five thirty every single morning. It was a fucking nightmare, nightmare. But now these last 10 days, this last week and a half, we had to actually wake her up at eight o'clock to go to daycare. So she's sleeping now until eight o'clock. We put her down seven, seven thirty, same time that we've been putting her down for the majority of her life. And she sleeps until eight o'clock. 7.30, maybe she'll wake up at that earliest. I don't I don't think she's woken up one time in the last week and a half before 7.30. And that was only like once or twice. Everything else has been like two, eight till 8 o'clock. My wife just told me this morning she had to go in and wake her up at like 8.05 this morning, right? Now, the great thing about that is that finally, after two years of terrible sleep, right? You now get your sleep back. You can actually get that full night's sleep. You can sleep until eight o'clock in the morning. You know what I would have given the last a year ago to sleep until eight o'clock in the morning every day and not have to worry about waking up at five o'clock with the baby. Oh my God. But the other thing that comes along with that is that you don't have to go back and forth about who's waking up with the baby anymore, especially on weekdays, right? Because, you know, we're parents, we're now all like accustomed to waking up early-ish, right? But on weekdays, we got to wake up, my wife and I, we got to wake up for work anyway. We can't sleep past 8, 8.30 maybe, you know, and that's only if I want to roll out of bed and just jump on my computer and start calls, you know what I mean? But you know, we're not sleeping past eight on weekdays. So now there's no more back and forth about who's getting up with the baby every day. It is phenomenal. I'm a big fan of this one nap conversion for right now. Let's see what happens in the future. But we just started doing it about three weeks ago. Uh, and, and, and it's been, besides those downfalls and as the the downfall, the negative navigation that we have to go through, the tantrums and, and the scheduling, it's been phenomenal. I'll take sleep any day of the week. Um, the last thing for this week in my daughter's development is, you know, there's this age old question in parenting that my wife and I have been teetering back and forth now for months on. And that question is, how do you know, how do you know when your child is ready for potty training? Well, my friends, I now know for sure that my daughter is ready for potty training because she straight up asked last night, can I do poop in the potty? Literally asked as she was going in for a bath, asked, 
can I do poop in the potty? And we looked at her and we said, baby girl, yes, you can. Uh, and now we were petrified that she was just going to take a shit on the floor. So we didn't even go run downstairs and get her potty. We were in the upstairs bathroom. We just let her sit on a toilet and go do her poop in the potty. Um, and let her have at it. She was so proud of herself. She even wanted to use, use the paper, right? Yeah, I want to use the paper, right? She wanted to use the paper to wipe herself. And then she clapped and got so excited because she pooped in the body, potty. And the best part of all this is that she did not actually poop at all. Nothing, zero. Literally, she sat there like she was pooping, said she was pooping, acted like she was pooping, celebrated like she pooped, but legitimately did not a single driplet even. Not even a little one of those little drip, drip, drips that we, we, we know about. Not a single one, nothing. And it was hilarious. Um, and also a clear call to action that little mama might just be ready for the big leagues, uh, which hopefully means our days of diapers are numbered. And that's the that's the dream as parents. The day that I can stop paying for diapers is the day I will be super excited. Um, but with that said, that is all for this segment this week. As always, we're going to jump into a musical break. And on the other side, I will be bringing in one of my best friends on the planet. It is his second time on Dad Hard with a podcast, Mr. Scott Rodriguez. Um, so, Check out the musical break and I will catch you on the other side. Dads, summer is coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach bod? If not, you're in luck because our friends at Manscaped just launched their fourth generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. So compliment your summer bod with a trim from the leaders in male grooming. The sun is shining and calling your name, fellas. So join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code DADHARD20. Let me tell you, I went to the beach a couple weeks ago, a little bit before summer hit, and my whole chesticle situation was looking very, very Teen Wolf. I did not want my daughter to be a part of that family with the hairy-ass dad, chest hair popping out, arm hair popping out, all that stuff. So I took the Lawn Mower 4.0, and I said, zip, 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 zip. I went from Teen Wolf to Teen Michael J. Fox real quick. And that's all thanks to Manscaped. If you use the performance package, you get the Lawnmower 4.0. You get the Weed Whacker Ear Hair Nose Hair Trimmer. You get the Crop Preserver. That is the Ball Deodorant, which I also use to keep smelling fruity, fruity fresh. Uh, as well as the Crop Reviver Toner, also for those balls. Plus, you get a free gift, actually two of them, with your performance boxer briefs and the travel bag to hold all your goodies. Like I said, get 20% off and free shipping right now with the code DADHARD20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code DADHARD20 at manscaped.com. Escape the shrubs and weeds this summer and shine with Manscaped. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your ways. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember the sandbox, little league ball felt like the sandlot. I was the bambino, the salt on the swap. And Doc was more like Benny the Jet, no handy but yet. Pops tell us to drink up, like this will put some hair in your chest. That was before we are back with this week's episode of Dad Hard with the podcast. And as always, you know, once that music break hits, it is time for the guest segment of the show. And it is my absolute pleasure. He is now going to be a two-time guest on Dad Hard with a podcast. He came on almost exactly a year ago, right after he had his daughter. His daughter is now one. And if you listen to the Father's Day episode of Dad Hard with a podcast a couple of weeks ago, you got a chance to hear his motherly counterpart rave and gush over him as it is well deserved he's been one of my best friends since what 14 15 years old since high school it is a unbelievable pleasure for me to see him evolve in this father fatherhood role i'm sure this the the feeling is mutual on the other side knowing where we fucking came from is our little young buck ass selves but with no further ado i'd like to introduce once again, the Dad Harvard Podcast, Mr. Scott S. Rod Rodriguez. How you doing, brother man? I'm great, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me once again. It's, it's truly, truly a pleasure. Oh, of course, man. Of course. This is beautiful. And and plus, we just get to like hang out and talk for, for, for a little while. With When it comes to having families, those those times get fewer and far between. So this is a beautiful thing. Man, how's, how's everything going, man? Katie just turned one. How was the first year of fatherhood, man? It, it was uh, a jambalaya of emotions. <laughs> Great <laughs> a term. roller coaster of emotions. It's, it was good, bad, ugly. But I mean, I guess that's that's part of it. You know, you you learn your your limits. You, you get tested on a daily basis, and you know, and and it's just been great. Not only getting to know this new person in my life, but. I guess getting to know myself even yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Um, because again, you just, you learn what, what really makes you tick. I've become a little bit more emotional and it's, and it's all, it's all for the better. I feel like, you know, like everything that I'm going through, it's even when it, at the time when it may feel like, you know, it's like I have the world on my shoulders. It's all for the better. So I just feel like everything has been like a dope, dope process yeah it, and it, it's also great to, to to learn more about yourself through your child right because you start to see like especially when they start getting that one-year-old range like that eight months to 12 months you really start seeing yourself like your little mannerisms and like facial expressions and stuff like that in them so then you start to like understand yourself in a whole other way because you kind of see yourself like the way your parents saw you when you were that you know it's it's a funny it's such a such a funny back and forth relationship with like you know, raising your daughter and then also raising yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you weren't ready to grow up, then... <laughs> That's a fact. that is so a big sorry fact. Because 
it, it's it's the inevitable. Yeah. So yeah, it's awesome. And again, it's it's like you said. There's the there's the version of you raising yourself, but then there's also a version of you reverting back to your childhood. You know, just revisiting a lot of things. I never want to be the the parent that just completely loses touch with my child, where I can't remember being in their position, you know? So I always want to keep that connection with them where I'm always able to revert back to that time that they may be going through. So right now, like, Katie's all up in her cartoons right now, like, all about cartoons. Oh, my God, that's the best. That's the best phase. It's the best. Yeah, (laughs) so just remembering, like, just being completely enamored and mesmerized by, like, Saturday cartoons and making sure she she gets her Saturday cartoons in and stuff like that, like... It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that brings the fun to fatherhood, right? Like, because Absolutely. you can, because you can now have fun. You could go like, you know, the Lion King, Little Mermaid, those are like my favorite movies, right? So like, yeah. as soon as Aurora was like into watching TV or, you know, when I forced her to be into watching TV because she wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I was not ready to open my eyes yet, <laughs> you know, that, that's the first thing that I'm going to and to see her watching it for like the first time and like starting to love it. And then I think about how I loved it. So it just, it, it is crazy. I love that you said that, that it, it, cause you really get to relive your childhood also all over again. Right. And Absolutely. Um, it's really fun. That cartoon phase is the best, like watching freaking uh, Sesame street and, and stuff like that. Just, it brings back such like good hearted memories. You know what I mean? That you can then turn into actual day to day realities. Exactly. And I was someone that like, I could not stand like lounging. I'm not a lounger in the bed, really. Like, it's kind of no, bed is really different, like, good sir. <laughs> yeah, like, bed, bed is really like functional for me. Like I use it to sleep. And that's it. <laughs> so, so like now, like I find myself just wanting to like cuddle in bed with her and stuff like that. So it's again, it's just bringing out a different side of me that I didn't think I still had in me, which is which is dope. So it's, it's cool. Yeah, so like I, I alluded to in the beginning, I, I spoke to Leslie, right? And she she did she did a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal representation of you as a father and giving you your props and your flowers as they are due. And she said it on there like, you know, you're not the most emotional of dudes, right? Like you're very you're more of a less extroverted like me. Like even looking at myself on this call right now, I'm all like, ha ha hoo ha hee ha. <laughs> you're just like sitting there chilling, like talking <laughs> super, you know. Super Super relaxed and shit. But she said it that it's beautiful for her to see your evolution in, in becoming a father because it has made you more emotional and not just in in an internal sense. You know what I mean? Like it started to 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 become a little bit more external, and that's a beautiful thing. I think it's important for us as men to be able to be external with, with our emotions and feelings in regards to being a parent. Was there a specific moment where you like realized that that emotion was starting to come out a little bit more during your this last year of being a dad? I don't, I, I guess I get called out more for it more than anything. <laughs> yeah, because it never happens. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even want to admit it. So, with so sometimes Leslie will call me out on it and be like, "Oh, I see you," you know. And then you know, so I, I I can't help but admit it when she catches me in the act. So it's it's less of a self realization and more of a of a of a just you know me being called out on it, which yeah. I don't mind at this point. So it's 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 fine when it when it's suffocating. So For it's sure. all good. <laughs> what are some hurdles that you felt like you had to jump over in this first year of fatherhood? Besides being in quarantine, let's, let's right, put that right, aside. Right, 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 <laughs> I was just so like immature because I thought like, I was like, yo, I cannot deal with a shitty diaper, yo. There's no way, <laughs> there is no way I'm dealing with someone else's poop. No, just no. So like, Classic I man answer right hurdle. there. <laughs> I thought that was going to be my biggest hurdle, but like that's that's the least of my issues. In fact, like I'm I'm almost excited when she poops now, just because she she has some irregularities with her digestive system. Yeah. So when she poops, I'm like, let's hey, go. Let's go. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's so funny how that flip switch, how that switch flips. It's so hilarious. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But if I could be serious, I would have to say it's it's you know just 
not being as selfish. Like, I don't want to say I was self-centered, but like, I just, I just like what I like when I like it. And sure, you know, yeah, for sure. I, I just am who I am. You know what I'm saying? And now it's, I have to completely put someone else's feelings and emotions and time and life. And life. completely ahead of mine so whether that comes there's times where like i and it's so funny there's like on an airplane they say yo if the plane is going down put your mask on and then and then help a baby and it's like i i get the ideology of that you can't help someone unless you help yourself but it's like i've i've dove so much into fatherhood that it's like and you know I'm a diva when I'm hungry there are times where I'm that's a fact star, I am starving and it's like yo I can't eat until she eats so I gotta I gotta hook her up yeah. it's like it's just those small things that it's like yo like I'm changing it's really about someone else the notion and the act of putting someone else in front of you is very humbling and yeah. it's fulfilling also because yes. it's like the, you you have to put this person in front of you because you have to take care of them. You know what I'm saying? And that's very fulfilling. I don't know if it's fulfilling just because I'm that person, because I'm a man. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's, I don't, I don't feel burdened by my new life and I'm about to kill the game with him. You yeah, know what for I'm sure. Like, sure. like I never got like people were always like, Oh yeah. Having kid all such a blessing. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blessing, blessing. Blah. Shut up. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, <laughs> the, 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 the shit I used to think about parents, like that used to say all that mushy gushy shit. I was like, shut up like you're yep, being yep. so over the top but then you get into <laughs> it and it's just like it's a hundred percent fact you know what yep. i mean like it really it really 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 is and you realize that right and then and, you know yep. when you talk about it being a blessing like you know you talk i mean especially me that talks to different people all the time you know what i mean like i talked to a, a professional surrogate a couple weeks ago and to, to understand how people there are there are a lot of people that can't even do what we are blessed enough to do and that's the only way that you can you can you can discuss it by saying that we're blessed enough to do it you know what i mean i have i've got i got friends that that have been working on kids for years and can't make it happen you know and so it really is a blessing you don't really understand that until you're in the mix and you you know it and you you know and when when you're in the mix all you do is talk to other people that are also in the mix (laughs) (laughs) because one they're just they're, they're like-minded people. They can relate to whatever it is that you're going through. And there's, it's a shoulder to lean on yep. when not only you're going through something, but maybe when you need to, when you're in question of something yep. like, you know, the, whatever you're going through isn't the first time it's happening in the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there's someone that can either relate and or coach you through a situation to put some ease through your mind. So Do you have a specific go-to for that? You know, one, just because of our relationship, and then two, because we have babies in such yeah. close proximity, it helps that, you know, you've gone through it and you, you know, you really went in, like, head first, like, so you weren't really hesitant with anything, like, you, so you did your research, you went well and beyond, so you know more than the average dad, so that's why I don't, I don't feel any way about asking you something, because yeah. I know, like how you how you feel just about fatherhood also i got my other boy jason like his daughter is a month older than mine so we're even closer in proximity yeah. so we're going through things and as damn there at the same time so yeah like you two guys are really are really helping me through, through the process and you know just you know comparing notes has really been helping with with everything so yeah just having having those figures in your life to to lean on helps especially when they're going through it so i think all of those factors are are super important again just in a parent's mental health yeah i think it's all i think it's also really important i like i like what you said about talking to your boy jason who only is is just a month ahead of you right because i think it's actually really more helpful to speak to somebody that's like right in the same mode as you those people that that also are like right in the shit with you at the same time you know it's like you're in the foxhole together you know what i'm saying and and i think that that's that that's important to have i always I, i will i will always quote my friend omri when you have a kid don't read books just get friends 
You know what I mean? It's, it, that, it's the best. It's the best way to do it. So it's good to know, it's good to know that you're using those people as outlets also. And Leslie, I know, has a lot of experience with with friends and family, with kids and stuff like that as well, which I'm sure is a good outlet. But but it's a good outlet for her. her you yep. know what I mean? Because they speak her language, and and I mean in that you know like just her mommy language. You know what I mean? Sure. Like they know how to communicate with her in a way where it's going to sink in and resonate where like, I need my group of friends where I can speak freely and they can speak freely to me. And again, it'll resonate with yep. me and thing will get, you know, lost in translation. And there is, now, because there there is are... that difference between mom language and dad language. Oh, there is that yeah. difference, a major difference. Oh yeah. I mean, again, where, you know, men are from Mars, women are, uh, women are from Venus, you know what I mean? So it's like, we have our own way of communicating yeah. with each other and women have their own way of communicating with each other. And then we have our own way of communicating with the other gender, yeah, for sure. you know what I mean? I can't tell you how many times there have either been potential fights or actual fights, verbal, between me and Leslie because things have just gotten lost in translation. <laughs> it's the number one cause of all yes. parents, parents butting heads is the yes. fact that sometimes they just don't speak the same language and they can be, we can, you, we can be saying the same thing, but like exactly. you're not saying it in the right way or one thing is off and I will go to the grave saying that that, <laughs> lo- that chicken lost in translation just in like gender, general gender communication is is the number one reason that parents get into fights all the time. And, and I can't tell you how many times one of us has concluded the argument with, yo, but that's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying we just wasted 10 minutes of our life. <laughs> Wait, let's be honest. There's no fight that's lasting 10 minutes. It's probably right, 45. Right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, going, going back to, to, to Leslie talking about you, she made me very jealous when she when she talked about how you and Cadence just be sitting on the couch watching basketball together during these playoffs. It made me very, 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 very jealous. But it seemed that there's really like a, a, a real awesome connection that she has with you. Do you know what, where that connection comes from? Have you been able to like pinpoint that? I, I, I think being in quarantine just really helped out a lot with my relationship with not only the baby but with Leslie like we just you were forced to just be really close and I got time with the baby that I wouldn't have gotten had the world not shut down you know what I'm saying like would have been forced to work I just would have been out and about and I don't think our connection would have been as strong so I just think she's like super used to me you know what I mean at this point and, you know, when you're used to someone, then you're comfortable with someone. And, you know, I just think one hand is washing the other. And just the fact that I've just been around consistently. Yeah. Um, I think plays to why she's just so comfortable just being with me and chilling with me. And, you know, I think the more you instill in kids at a younger age, like the more they are susceptible to it. 100%. So, you know, I'm just... Uh, you know, both of us, we love sports. Like, exactly. it's inevitable that it's going to be on at some point throughout the day. Like, we, me and her battle from cartoons to sports. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's definitely winning. But I'm, I'm going to get mine in. At, yeah, for <laughs> sure. So, while I can't help but watch her cartoons, she yeah. can't help but get her basketball in. So I, it's, it's, I hope that, that this is something that continues. And whether it's us bonding over sports or something that maybe she's more into, but it's just the act of us just being close in proximity yep. to, to each other. Like that's, that's what I'm praying for. That's all I hope for. Like, just let's just always think I'm cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let, let, let me tell you, there's, it's going to come real quick where she no longer thinks oh, you're cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this is the naivete uh, in me. Just like, ah, uh, my little girl will be like this forever and I'm dreading the day she turns into like a teenager slash adult but Forget teenager you know, or adult, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm cherishing these moments. Forget teenager and adult. Wait until she's almost two and she just looks at you and goes, go away, daddy. 
like way to that. I picked up Aurora from daycare yesterday, and I'm pushing the stroller, and she's looking back at me saying, "Go away, daddy, go away." Like, like why are you here? Like, what? Like, what the fuck? How are you gonna get home? If I go away, how are you gonna get home? How are you gonna leave in the middle of the street? You're like, what? What are you talking? I'm pushing your stroller. You tell me to go away. I'm not even in your face. You know, it's just. And but then, but then five minutes later, then five minutes later, she goes, she say, Daddy, give me a kiss. I let yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. like, oh, Daddy, I want to come out. I want to hold you. I'm like, oh, butter on a pan right there, bro. It's it's the it's there's they especially daughters like they teach you patience like nobody's business, yes. yo. So to once you are able to withstand their emotional roller coaster, like. You, you found the key to success. <laughs> the key to life, probably. <laughs> Let's be real, right there. You know what I mean? What? So, so what? So, so what's she doing there? What is she doing now? It's been a while since I've seen her. I, I, I feel, I feel terrible. But what? What is she doing now? She's walking, talking. What are her new tricks? Yeah, she's talking. I mean, she's blabbing up a storm. Yeah. As far as you know, the actual execution of those turning into words. We're at like mama, dada right now. She's, I'm sure she's having in-depth conversations <laughs> Wait till the blabbing so comes funny. when she's mixing in real words. So you like only understand like every third word that she's saying. <laughs> and you're like trying to piece it together. You're like, wait, what'd you say again? And then you, you try to make it repeated 400 times just so you understand that she wants to go to the carousel. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of blabbing. She's um she's a little delayed in her in her walking. We've we've been we've been dealing with a physical therapist who we've, we've had a bunch of like tests run and concluded that it's nothing neurological. It's not even anything related to like her muscles, aside from the fact that she just has a, a tendency or a propensity to hyperextend her legs. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So. When she sits in order to gain her balance, her habit is to sit like with her legs all the way open. Oh. And that's how she like gets her balance. And then she like scooches forward and that's how she's been moving around. So like me, like I walked at nine months. Leslie walked at 14, 15 months. Katie is at around 14 months right now. So we're kind of just concluding that she's just, you know, late to the party. Yeah. But the physical therapy doesn't hurt and, you know, 100%. propelling her to get back on track or to get on the track she needs to be on. Sure. Uh, um, what's what's that what's that physical therapy experience like with the kid because, you know what I mean, like I, I it must be it must be a I don't know. I don't want to say a weird situation because that's not the right word that I want to use, but it, it must be interesting to see how they deal with the child that's just like learning to do these things. You know what I mean? Like I think of physical therapy, I think of like having knee surgery and now I need to like rebuild my knee, you know, my, the, the muscle around it. So like also, so it seems like it might be like a physical therapist slash like walking trainer type of a, a, a thing. But you know, well, what's, what's that experience like? Yeah, the way you described it is pretty much essentially what it is. Like, he's a physical therapist that is there to specifically help her with walking and training her to, like I said, just get back on a track that she needs to be on for someone her age. So, again, as a parent, you're like, you know, everything is nerve-wracking to you. 100%. The fact, you know, we even have to go through this is you know, mind boggling. And then, you know, wrapping your brain around the fact that, okay, we have someone coming into the house. They're going to okay. just be working with Katie in this physical way that she's not used to. Like, you know, it's you're just on edge. And the dude, he's he's a male. So that also it's a little bit of different. Yup. hundred percent, hundred percent, especially so, for dad, especially for daddies. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, it was a mix of emotions. So luckily and thank God the gentleman is very knowledgeable excellent temperament great with katie katie responds excellent to him and we've had around like five six sessions at this point she's been responding to him excellent and yeah he's 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 just you know giving her these exercises to 
correct the hyperextension and to hopefully motivate her to and to stimulate her muscles to start responding to walking. Yeah. It's almost like if your kid is deaf or blind mm-hmm. and you learn how to read Braille with sure. them or you learn how to sign with them. You've just been watching him and and the exercises that he does with her. So I then now do it with, do her. with her. Yep. And so, you know, I'm helping her with her physical therapy and it's, you know, father-daughter time that we're spending 100%. together. A different capacity than, you know, us just watching TV or me reading to her. It's just something different that we're doing together. Yeah. So it's it's more bonding for us. So I'm just trying to be optimistic about the whole thing and, and you know, just hope that, you know, things will make a turn sooner than later and, you know, she'll be, she'll be walking, you know? Yeah, for sure. Maybe that's something that you can start adding into your extensive repertoire of, of training capabilities down the line. Because what I also really wanted to get into with you and part of the reason why I, I asked you to come on when I asked you to come on to do this again is because you really got me intrigued by these new Zumbini classes that you're, that you're starting to do and, and, and also like th- this, this kids sports training program that you started after becoming a father and in the middle of in the middle of a pandemic like what's what's that been like was that was that idea inspired at all by by having cadence wanting to get back into like more youth i don't want to say youth education but more like youth sports training yeah man my my three passions in life have always been music sports and just working with children to some capacity since I was a child, like since I was able to work, I was a camp counselor, yep. and, you know. And you, did, the, and you coach and you you coach bad, you coach basketball and stuff like that as, as we were getting yes. older. Yeah. So I've always had a had a draw and passion for just working with children, especially in a in a sports capacity. So when when we went on lockdown. We weren't able to do anything physically or anything like that. So, you know, one of my passions was kind of, you know, just taking from me. Yep. me. Yeah. And, you know, even making music was a bit, a bit stifling, just being a new father mm-hmm. and, you know, just the monotony of day after day after day being the same, the same, the same. Like it was just stifled my creativity. So I was in a bit of a rut just creatively and professionally. I I had been working for these sports programs for quite some time. Everything went on lockdown and I really didn't know where my next dollar was coming from. So I kind of had to put one foot in front of the other and I had to put my destiny in my own hand. And once I believe we went into the second phase of things being like semi-okay to go outside. Yeah. kind of just started going outside and doing what I what I knew and that was just you know training kids so it started with one kid and it just slowly grew from there and people just all my enthusiasm for training they saw the the type of program that I was offering and whether it was the kids telling their parents that they were interested or the parents seeing that there was just an outdoor or just an option for their kids to be physical in a time there weren't really a lot of options to do so. I think that really helped build my business. And I carved out a niche for myself. And instead of just doing basketball training, I opened up the doors to a multi-sport program. And my philosophy is that, you know, not everyone is going to like basketball like right. And you can't expect kids to do half of what you're asking if they're not enjoying themselves to begin with. So part of my job and my philosophy is one is creating like a fun and safe environment. And then within that environment is giving kids these different options to explore these different sports that who knows down the line they may pursue and that may be a sport that becomes their favorite but they would have never gotten exposed to it if someone didn't introduce them to it to begin with so whether it's basketball soccer football tennis archery bowling these are all activities that i was exposed to 
and things that have just helped me in my mental and my physical, and it's only served me well. So if I can provide that opportunity for the next generation, then, you know, all the better. I think that's really important, especially exposing them so early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we talked about at the beginning, just watching basketball and exposing them to things that like we like. They're obviously, kids are going to be exposed to what their parents like. It's the it's nature of the game. Right. But getting exposed to other things and, and trained in those things and learning if they don't, even if they don't like it, but an appreciation and how to, that's a beautiful thing. It's a great methodology that you have with that because you don't, I feel like you don't see a lot of programs that are that are like that and built in that specific way yeah like soccer was my first sport and it helped me in basketball yep and then exposing these kids to these different sports and these different activities it's also helped me kind of dive more into my own sports knowledge and you know finding out more about different sports and it's just these different introductions that will help them in figuring out what it is that they're going to like later on in life. And I think that's super, super important. And again, one hand washes the other. Your participation in sports may help you in the in the arts. Yep. Or vice versa. 100%. You know what I mean? So 100%. Playing one sport not only helps you with other sports, but it helps you with other aspects and fields in your life. I agree. And it's unlocking, like, I like what you said about how it also can it can help them in future in unlocking other things and appreciation for other things. So I love that mentality that you have for your, and seeing how it can actually develop, how people's brains and minds and lives can develop just based on, on sports and just learning a little bit. Plus they're getting active. It's a beautiful thing. Exactly. And, and now, you're, like, now you're going into babies. You're going into baby activity now. So now you have a kid and you can't help but watch what they watch because they watch what you watch. So it's a, it's a two-way street. So I found myself watching these different programs, which I found great as far as the mental development mm -hmm. of, of babies. Like, it's not just a bunch of garbage. It's not just entertainment. Yep. It's actually, like, yep. stuff that, that's going to serve them well. So I appreciated the channel for that. And there was a segment where they have, they call it Zumbini, which is a play off of Zumba yeah. for adults. And again, it's just about movement, breaking a sweat. So I'm watching this lady and <laughs> I'm sorry, but she's smiling so hard that it's like, yo, I want to fight this lady. I want to jump through the screen. And I just want to square up with her. <laughs> Why are you smiling so hard? So she just, she just, I'm like, yo, for such a great idea, she is annoying me so much. This music is annoying me so much. So I was like, you know, I have Katie and she's having her own struggles with her movement. So what if I extended my programming to babies, seeing as I have one, and I have one that is struggling with her own movement yeah. and that needs stimulation. Why don't I start my own next level Zumbini where, you know, it's not only for the baby, but it's also for the parent and kind of following in that philosophy of just getting out of the house. A lot of parents just feel stifled. They yep. feel trapped at home sometimes and like they there's no place to go they have no one to come to them and it's just it's a it's a lonely experience even yep. though you have your baby it, it can be a lonely experience which i understand just because my own girl went through it yeah. so why not create an experience where parents can come out with their babies have a good time they can get their babies moving they can get moving they can do it to some good some good music and meet other parents, kids in, you know, the same age bracket. I think, you know, it's it's just a good experience for everyone involved. And also, like, there's science that goes into dealing with babies. Like, you know, I'm going to sure. curate a playlist that is not only meant for kids, but it's meant for kids to be responsive to. There's nice. certain frequencies and there's certain notes that 
kids respond to and there's certain frequencies and notes that are meant to invoke something else. else yeah so it's really paying attention to that and curating music that's really is going to get you going and it's going to feel reminiscent but it's going to be mentally good for your kids development yeah. as well yeah that's number one rarely have i seen you as excited in a long time <laughs> as you just were when you were when you were talking about the frequencies and the notes and that yo you went into this whole rain man thing it was for you yo i was like yo this thing is a beautiful mind yo, yo, Russell Crowe, man. Like, what? it was it was that was it, it watching you do that was incredible because I, obviously i know how passionate you are about music and i know how passionate you are about sports and, and and now i know how passionate you are about your daughter and it's kind of like you're bringing all three together and it's beautiful to kind of see this all working in your mind talking about the science of it i was just like like, yo, that's crazy. That's crazy because it, it, it's, it, is a, it is a next level of getting involved in all of those things, right? And then having it, having it bring forth the reaction or the, or the, the, the movements and, and the feeling that it's supposed to invoke from a scientific standpoint when you incorporate the movements, music, it's, I can see the energy that it's bringing out in you. It's just a fucking awesome thing to see, bro. I think, it's it's foolish if you don't follow your passions yep. just, and do it on whatever level or scale you feel like doing it. But if you're true to it and you know you're doing it for the right reasons, I think that it'll it'll pay its dividends. That's my thing. And it's it's great that that it's happening at the same time that you're also trying to develop your daughter, right? And it, and it brings a whole new brings a whole new light to her struggles with 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 movement and stuff like that. It's a it's a it's a beautiful way that we get inspired by our kids, ain't it? Oh, you yeah. know what I mean. You talk about, oh, yeah. you know, like it, because the passion is real, the desire and the inspiration that that these little, you know, three foot tall, twenty two pound people have on yep. our lives. You know what I mean? It's fucking awesome. She's definitely taught me to like go go out and get it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like then I had that I had that mentality, but sometimes you get down and out because things don't go your way. But it's like there is no like I gotta make it work. Yeah, there is no it. other way. There is no such thing as down and out anymore. We're not allowed That's, to be that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not allowed to be that. I won't keep you for a, too much longer, but at the end of every interview, I ask two questions. The first is now you're after a year and 15 months, what's been your favorite experience now as a father? It's a very interesting question because there's just so many, there's so many experiences to draw from. I guess I'll say this. I like when she needs me Ooh. is very intense on letting either me or anyone else know that. Like yeah. that's kind of been the best experience for me where she's just like when we're chilling and she just like all of a sudden puts her head on my chest. And oh, just like, that's the best. Just like oh, you can tell like she's just like, oh, oh like, yeah, I'm at, I'm at home. Baby. Yeah. Like, that for me is, is everything now. Like, cause it's like I, the intent is there. Like, yeah, I can tell it's like, yo, this, I know this is dad. I know this is dad's chest. I feel safe. Like, yeah. It's not just like, oh, this is a chest. I'm tired. Uh, go to sleep now. Like, yes. yes. It's like, this is daddy's chest. Yes. No. And you know what? You know what's funny? And it's going to sound fucked up, but one of my favorite things is when she wakes up in the middle of the night and she screams, daddy, I don't get out of bed because I'm going to let her ass cry it out. And it's the two o'clock in the morning. I just went to sleep an hour ago because Chris Paul's yep, going to yep, West Conference yep. Finals. Come on, man. You know, like, I, I, but I love when she does it. Right, I love. I love, she makes that decision that who do I want right now? I yep. want yep. daddy. <laughs> you know, like and then you and then you look at your significant other, like you know the. Why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yo, uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then it's all oh, because that's the other level of it, right? Is that that you feel? Do you feel that little that, that, that extra good? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god alright the second question I asked is when I had you on the last time I asked what was the best piece of advice that you've received right going into fatherhood now 
you're a year into it. So, you know, in, in, in new dad time, you're a vet already, right? You know, you've been through the, been through a lot of the shit. What's your best piece of advice that you would give to somebody behind you in the fatherhood experience? My advice to someone having a baby would be to cherish every single moment. And I say that because I'm I'm now realizing, you know, 14 months in just how fast time is moving and how valuable that quarantine time was that I had with her and how I was truly able to cherish those moments with her that I will never, ever, ever have again. So just try to dedicate as much time to your child as you as you could whatever it is that you do continue to work hard to provide for yours but always find the time yeah because that's what you can't get back so time 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 find the time i love it that's great and and it's it's so true it's really, 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 really true. Like sometimes I'm like in the middle of the day, it's like 12 o'clock. I'm like, yo, can I just go get her from daycare yeah. real quick? I, I find myself thinking that all the time, all the time. It'll be the experiences. Of, you remember when you came and just randomly picked me up from school and we just went to the park and that and that. It's like that. those are the stories that I'm trying to create. For sure. So where it's just like, it's just something that sticks with you forever. So. Yeah. Time, 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 yeah. time. I love it. All right, man. This was that. This was awesome. I loved that we were able to do this, and I love that you were able to, to to share this because I know you're not the most extrovert, but like this is really just the fact that you're doing this, right? And this that's a huge that's a huge change for for you. You know what I mean? And and, and that, that I love that that fatherhood has brought that out of you because it's amazing. And you know, as a man of color, our track records is that. <laughs> You know what I mean? It, 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 it historically is not the best. So it's, I feel that this is very important stuff. So I appreciate that you doing it because it's, it's a beautiful, it's, you have a beautiful story and I, and I love what you're doing. And I love how you've grown out of this. It's, it's awesome to see. Zumbini class, next level training. How can people get in touch? Find out. I know you're based in the New York area like I am. So if, if people in the New York area, how can they get in touch and get their kids involved in either one of the two programs that you have. So yeah, we're offering our one-on-one classes as well as our small group classes for ages five to 10. Uh, You could sign up at nextlevelsportsnyc at gmail.com. And yeah, as Mo just said, we're now also offering Zumbini classes ages one to four. Babies and parents, both parents are welcome or one parent can do it. It's completely up to you, but the more the merrier. And if you're into good music and a good time and being outside and meeting, you know, other parents, then this is definitely the experience for you. You can also sign up for those classes at Next Level Sports NYC at gmail.com. And also, we're offering a summer camp on Sundays. What? Uh, yeah, every Sunday from July 18th until Labor Day. Every Sunday, we're going to be out there unless otherwise stated. And uh, yeah, from 10 to 2. 99th and 3rd Avenue, come out, enjoy some fun games, giveaways, good music, and expose your child to some different activities and sports that they may not um, be exposed to elsewise. Next Level Sports definitely has the class for them. Hell yeah. I love it. Beautiful. Oh, Dot, man, this is this is awesome. The smile on your face is everything right now. And dead ass is everything right now. It was awesome to do this. Awesome to talk to you. Love you like a brother. And obviously I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. I love you like a brother. And it's 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 been quite the experience just growing up with you and just watching you become a man and then watching you become a father. It's just, it's been amazing, bro. So just right back at you, man. All right, fam. Love you. Love you, brother. Peace. Peace. And that is all for this week's episode of Dad Hard with the podcast. As always, to connect on a fatherhood, brotherhood, shoot us an email at dadhardpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at dadhardpod. 
And check out the website, wedadhard.com, where this episode with one of my best fucking friends on the planet, Scott Rod Rodriguez. You can hear him talk about his introduction to fatherhood his first year, as well as his children's sports training program, which is phenomenal. I'm very excited to bring my daughter to his Zumbini classes and to the summer camp in the city. It's a beautiful thing. Dot, love you. Appreciate it. Um, and you can check out that episode. It'll be right at the top. You can check out last week's episode with two South African dads, uh, maybe giving you a light, a dad hack to kill some BJs. And and all, all of season one, all of season two, and soon season three. But my daughter's not turned two yet, so we're still in season two. Until next week, same dad hard time, same dad hard place. We're out. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Gotta remember the good times. Remember man. back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your ways. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ain't that the truth, man? Wish you could go back being a little kid again, man. Remember them good times. Everything was free spirit and all that. Talking the playground. He was playing on the monkey balls or whatever. Sprinklers. Hydrants going off in the street in the summertime. That home cooking. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.